The 17 News at Sunrise podcast is brought to you by Clinica Sierra Vista. Welcome back to the 17 News at Sunrise podcast, where we share your news on your schedule. Working in the spirit of the Golden Empire, this is 17 News at Sunrise. Good morning here at 5 a.m. Thanks for waking up with us. It is a finally Friday. I'm Maddie Jansen alongside Alex Fisher. And this morning, a man is in custody after allegedly stabbing a complete stranger. It happened just before 5 p.m. yesterday in an apartment complex off Buck Owens Boulevard. Police say Dupree Jackson approached a man he did not know and began stabbing him without provocation. Officers say a good Samaritan followed Jackson and officers were able to take him into custody. We are told the person stabbed is expected to survive. Police say Jackson is on post-release supervision after a previous arrest for assault with a deadly weapon. And we have new details on the officer-involved shooting that happened last weekend in South Bakersfield. Court records show that deputies say they got a call from the nephew of Juan Campos Jr. Saturday night, saying Campos had just shot into their family's home on Casa Loma Drive. Campos was reportedly trying to break through the front door while the family was lying on the ground seeking cover from gunfire. Deputies say two children were inside the home as the chaos unfolded. By the time deputies arrived, Campos was reportedly hiding in a bedroom in the back of the home. Deputies say they made several announcements for Campos to show his hands before entering the room, and they eventually pushed the door in. That's when Campos allegedly pointed a gun at one of the deputies, prompting an officer to open fire. If you point a gun at me, I'm going to charge you with attempt murder. You don't have to pull the trigger. I don't have to wait for you to pull the trigger. Uh, the fact that you point a gun at me, you can expect your butt to get shot off. And, and, and that's just the nature of, of uh, an officer. We don't have to wait until the event is over with to see if we live or die. If you point a gun at somebody, uh, at a police officer, you can expect to get shot. That was Sheriff Donnie Youngblood yesterday here on Sunrise. Investigators say a semi-automatic handgun was recovered at the scene. The deputy who shot Campos, identified by court documents as Deputy Jeffrey Ott, is on paid administrative leave. There are conflicting reports as to how many shots were fired. Campos remains hospitalized and was unable to make his scheduled court appearance yesterday. No deputies were hurt. Turning to a case of one of the biggest ongoing issues here in Bakersfield, another deadly hit and run overnight, this time on Weed Patch Highway. CHP says it happened just after 8 o'clock. This is near Blackburn Street. Officers say at least one person is dead. No further information has been made available. We will continue to follow this story and bring you updates as soon as we learn more on 17 News and on our website, KGET.com. The man suspected of leaking classified documents on the Internet will appear in federal court later this morning. The Justice Department says he was taken into custody yesterday without incident. NBC's Bree Jackson has the latest in Washington. The suspected leaker of highly classified documents in custody after heavily armed agents swarmed his Massachusetts home. The Justice Department arrested Jack Douglas Teixeira in connection with an investigation into alleged unauthorized removal, retention, and transmission of classified national defense information. The Justice Department says the 21-year-old Air National Guardsman worked in the intelligence wing of the Guard. The leak exposed important documents, including intel about key U.S. allies and Russia's war against Ukraine. Military officials say they have measures in place to safeguard such sensitive government secrets. This was a deliberate 
criminal act, a violation of those guidelines. Lawmakers say they plan to examine why this happened and how to prevent future leaks. This is very dangerous. When you hear stories like this of, of someone who's doing this for aggrandizement for the purposes of promoting themselves, especially with just um, you know, kids and, un, un, and are looking this almost as a game itself. The Defense Department is assessing the scope and scale of the leak, as well as the damage to national security. President Biden appeared to downplay it. I'm not concerned about the leaking news, and I'm concerned that it happened. But there's nothing contemporaneous that I'm aware of that is of great consequence. The Justice Department's criminal investigation is ongoing. And this case is raising serious questions about access to government secrets. U.S. officials say they have already limited who receives certain information and will further tighten guidelines if needed. In Washington, Bree Jackson, NBC News. New numbers paint a clearer picture of just how many people in Kern County are homeless. Earlier this year, the Bakersfield Kern Regional Homeless Collaborative conducted its annual point in time count it shows a 22% increase in homelessness in the county compared to last year. The 2023 pit count included data from emergency shelters, transitional housing and navigation centers, while volunteers were sent to areas around Kern County to count those who are unsheltered. This year, the collaborative says it included two extra days to count Kern's rural areas. A majority of the homeless population was counted from the Bakersfield metro area, including unincorporated parts of Oildale, East Bakersfield and Rosedale, according to the collaborative. The data gathered in the point in time count is used to secure state and federal funding for homelessness services. This morning, the high profile murder trial of Jacqueline and Trezell West continues. The couple's accused of killing their adopted sons. An interview with Jacqueline West and police was played for jurors yesterday. In it, a Bakersfield or in it, police detectives accused Jacqueline of withholding information. She told detectives she loves the boys, but said it's not the same emotion as with her biological children. Time a former deputy accused of sex crimes is due in court later today. Michael Everett Clark will stand before a judge for a hearing. The accusations come from a number of women and were first reported in 2019. One of the women said Clark tried to kiss and touch her, then exposed himself after she turned him down while he was giving her a ride home in his patrol car. The county settled lawsuits brought by three of the women, totaling about $300,000. A man who shot and seriously wounded another man he believed had spoken negatively about his wife was sentenced to 19 years in prison. Chesra Carbajal was found guilty of attempted murder and other charges two months ago. He's accused of shooting a man in the head on Elmo Highway late last February. The man shot survived. This morning, questions are mounting about the future of a Bakersfield College professor. Dr. Matthew Garrett accused of immoral and unprofessional conduct against fellow faculty. 17's Michaela Armstrong has more on what the professor had to say about the accusations. Tensions rose at the Kern County Community District Board meeting as speakers discussed the charges against former Bakersfield College history teacher Dr. Matthew Garrett before the board made its decision whether the charges warrant his firing. Garrett is accused of immoral and unprofessional conduct, dishonesty, and more against fellow faculty and students and was in the meeting to present his case. In many instances, I bit my tongue and let the accusations go uncontested, but sometimes I did respond back and I held firm to truth. And I was always 
professional. Garrett is a staunch conservative and says the charges against him go against his First Amendment rights and that the claims against him are false. Violating my First Amendment rights, whistleblower protections, tenure, the faculty contract and basic tenets of due process to expel a respected award-winning professor will not solve anything. It will make it much, much worse. Is this really the college you want to create? Welcome a lot of support. We don't have to agree with one another, but we need to value everyone's opinion. We need to value everyone's thought. But his case was also met with opposition. Do not get lost in this idea that this is about free speech. That is not what this is about. Terminate Matt Garrett. If you allow professors like this to remain unpunished, what message are you sending to the students? However, he walked away with no answer as to if he will return as a professor or if the board will continue to move forward with the charges against him and fire him. Mikhail Armstrong, 17 News. And it was a murder that shocked those in the tech industry and beyond. The founder of Cash App stabbed to death in San Francisco and now a stunning arrest in the case. NBC's Miguel Almaguer reports. Moments before a mortally wounded Bob Lee staggered down a San Francisco street desperate for help, police say this man, Nima Momeni, stabbed the 43-year-old multiple times. Investigators say the two tech executives were acquaintances and were together when their gathering suddenly turned into a pre-dawn murder near the city's Bay Bridge. The evidence is that they knew each other, um, and there's still more to delve into in terms of what the depth of that relationship was. Momeni, who's 38, was arrested during an early morning raid at his Bay Area home. A self-described entrepreneur who attended UC Berkeley, Momeni launched his technology consulting company, Expand IT, in 2010. Was there some type of altercation that they went into before the stabbing occurred? Not exactly. Uh, I can't I can't disclose Lee, a tech titan, perhaps best known for creating Cash App, called 911 after he was stabbed at 2.35 a.m. Tuesday. There's a male screaming help saying someone stabbed me and he's bleeding out. TheDailyMail.com obtained this surveillance video and says Lee was seen trying to wave down help minutes before officers arrived. Now nine days after the murder, authorities confident they have their killer, who's expected in court tomorrow. Before today's arrest, the city's safety came into question, but now authorities confirm this was not a random attack or a robbery, but motive remains a mystery. The California State Capitol was briefly evacuated yesterday due to what the California Highway Patrol called a credible threat. This is what it looked like outside the legislature yesterday. The CHP increased patrols around the area. Upon learning a suspect wanted for two shootings in the Sacramento area, made threats against the Capitol. All lawmakers and other attendees were safely evacuated. Some described the tense situation. You just never know. It was April's full, and, and it's like uh, the session's not going to be here. We have to evacuate, and you got we have to leave. And we're like looking at each other, like, is it April's full, or were you were you kidding? And um, so we looked at each other. We we're a little confused, and somebody said, "No, he's very stern." In Bell, this is our ultimate uh, place for our democracy in California. So this is the most. Uh, 
uh, I will say important or I will say precious place for us, for all of us. So it's very sad to see that they have to evacuate it, but in the end, safety is more important. Police identified the suspect as 30-year-old Jackson Penny of Hayward. Penny was taken into custody about several hours ago. The 17 News at Sunrise podcast is a production of KGET and Nexstar Media Group. For more on all of the headlines in today's show, head to KGET.com.